Hey listeners, I'm Nika Allen and welcome to the Black Magic Podcast. In each episode, I share the inspiring stories of British black women. Hear us laugh, talk about our adventures, our goals and life experiences. Hopefully something in their journey will resonate with you. My hope is that this podcast will leave you feeling uplifted and encouraged to share a little of your own magic. So let's get started. This podcast is produced by Unedited. In today's episode, Give Me the Lowdown is Terry Walker. So hey Terry, how are you doing? I'm good, Mama, I'm good. How are you? I'm fantastic. Um, so what has Terry been up to lately? Terry, so it's funny, so before this, I haven't been, since maybe 2006, I haven't consistently been booked as an artist, so... I'm always doing either collaborations, like you know, it's just like, or uh, I haven't done like, or, or even done like my own personal stuff. So I've been constantly been trying to find ways to kind of get back to my place where I'm performing and stuff. So the past few months, I had to go find myself a job just to make sure that I pay the bills. So yeah, I've been working at this place, which is a completely far, so far removed from what I do. It's actually allowed me to first of all stop stop being so bitter because sometimes being honest, you know, the way the industry can do you. You can be like, ah, this industry, I hate everybody. I mean, it's allowed me to kind of humble myself, become less kind of, you know, frustrated and annoyed at the fact of like, why am I not getting paid? And find a way, I find like a breathing space for me to pay my bills and not worry about, you know, financial things. So I've been working at this job, which is so far removed from what I do, but it's allowed me to kind of heal. It's allowed me to, it's allowed me to want to talk, like having a conversation with you right now. Because usually I'm like, oh, I don't want to talk. Talk about what? What am I talking about? Do you know what I mean? But, it's not that I haven't. It's not that I haven't stopped doing music. I've always been doing music. It's just that nobody always kind of highlights it because maybe sometimes you're not relevant enough, and you know you're not. You haven't got the numbers, and so remember because that's that's what everyone relates to everything to. So, so these past few, I've literally just been putting my head down, but then also creating. So now I'm, I'm ready for the next album. I've got my own. I've got a radio show on on them. So her radio it's called the Mountain Pop. Where, um, where, I, where I celebrate people that have shaped me. So that's why we call it the melting pot. Every ingredient shapes us. So, you know, they say it takes a village. So the melting pot is all about, you know, showing the people that have shaped me, that have helped me become the person that I am today by keeping myself humble or maybe even getting angry at times. And then also I have this night called the melting pot um, live where it's, it's at Chip Shop Brixton. But every last Friday of the month, I, I give the floor to my fellow artists and let them sing a few songs or do a poem. And then, and then, and then by the end of the night, we just party. So that's what I've been up to. And I feel good, even though I look crazy right now, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was so much to unpack there, so it sounds like definitely you've been keeping very busy. So let's, yeah. go, let's go to the job first, because, you know, yes. as an artist, I think people, you know, initially, you know, when artists release singles, they release albums and things, and yeah. you, know, you see people in the limelight. When it's like actors as well, you know, like you'll see someone on TV, and then kind of once they're not in, in that job anymore, like that particular TV role, then they have to think, of what else am I going to do to keep the lights on? How am I going to yeah. pay these bills? And, then, yeah. and so you've decided to, um, to take this job. And, you know, like some people, you know, I, I don't know if it's like, you know, their ego or what might not want to kind of put themselves in that place. And then yeah. kind of, you know, what led you to kind of say, actually, I'm going to go and do this job and take that leap of faith to know that actually this will help you with your next stepping stone. Well, it's funny because, as you said, this whole thing with the ego. But my mum, for ages, when things were a bit slow, and they always said, I've done all these projects, and sometimes my name wouldn't get mentioned, and then so like, the money wasn't coming in. She'd be like, go, go, find, a, go find a job at Tesco. Even though there's nothing wrong with working at Tesco because it's fine. But at that point, I'm like, but I'm on the radio, and I'm doing this, and I've done this with this person. Me go, it's, like, it's like me going back on myself. So I was like, no, I can't do that. I can't do that. 
So I thought, you know what? And then it got to a place where it, even this house, to be, me, and my house me, me and my mum bought the house together. So it's not just me as well. So, and so I realised it's not just about me as well. Like I've got to think about someone else that's involved in this. And this is, this is for the future. And also, it's also this is just to allow you to understand that sometimes you have to let things go sometimes for you, in order for you to move on. Because if you don't, you're going to keep chipping away, trying to prove to this person. And then all you're doing is actually hurting yourself. Mm. So that job, and at the time, um, the funny thing is, the first thing that came through my letterbox actually was um, this post office for over Christmas. It was um, Christmas casuals. They put this letter okay. thing saying, "Oh, we're looking for Christmas casuals, just to, you know, for just to earn a few pounds over Christmas at night time, do a few hours." And I thought, you know what? Why not? And it came just at a time where I thought, when I was in that mindset of saying, "Come on, you got to do something. You can't wait for this person." Or sometimes even loan something because I'd loan something for someone and then give it straight back because obviously I still get my POS and, and you know things like that through, but still you have to wait every three months for that sometimes so you, I'm literally living on the wire yeah and, 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 I, and I love to share this because I think people need to understand because when I when I mentioned this to someone was talking to me like oh it's been so hard and I told them that I had a job like what Terry Walker's got a job and I'm like see this is where you go wrong mm. I'm still like a human with Terry Walker but you don't know what's going, what is going on behind the scenes what's making me carry on going I post positive stuff but then I also post the real stuff because I need you to understand that none of us are, are, are exempt from this anybody this can happen to and I think the best way when you make when you make the best music when you make the best out you know anything that's creatively that, 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 that we put out there yeah. you can't do that when, when you come from a place of bitterness or you're doing it because you're trying to prove a point you have to do this because this is what you do do you know what I mean and yeah. I couldn't get back to that point until I realised that I had to let go of waiting expect, waiting for the respect that I wanted or you know or to, to, to not be disregarded or you know this 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 thing that we always want in it we would have this entitlement of i should be but maybe i need to do more work in it maybe i need to maybe i need to go back and do some more work which is what i've done with with um with what you said like kind of the word bitter you mentioned earlier mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. and was there a time where you kind of did feel really bitter about the industry but this is the thing because i don't think personally that i'm actually like a bit a person that this is the thing this is the thing when you understand that you need to heal because you think that you're i'm not that person no i don't think this way i'm and when I look back now, of course I was like, I'm like, I'm gonna turn up for this, or and then at one point I'd be drinking a lot and just doing things that I shouldn't be doing, and because in a way, kind of, kind of disrespecting myself and self self sabotaging myself because, uh, well, no one cares anyway. Uh, da, 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 da. So I was definitely in that place for a long time where I wouldn't go to things because I, I and, and I'd look at myself thinking, I know what, nobody wants to be there anyway. Do you know what I mean? It's this this whole self the way you feel the way you start feeling about yourself. So I definitely was in a place where I didn't understand that. No, you need to stop and just do what you need to do and stop worrying about what everyone else is saying like you know yes it was hard life isn't easy people might have done this and whatever but you can get back up and do what you need to do so yeah I definitely had a few moments of I hate everyone we <laughs> 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 not know that I actually hate everyone but you know what I mean <laughs> but, but what gave you that strength to um to get up and to to move on and to decide actually this is what I need to do to move forward for me and for my career do you know what again it's family and friends I put a post up about um self-love um because i put a picture of me back in the day when i was a kid and to what i was now and everyone around me like someone said to me one time i oh, know one told you the truth because it was to do with my music and then i was like no you don't know my family like if you knew people around me they are so honest like my mom like oh this is rubbish but i like this oh i love when she loves something she loves it yeah or if i look at me oh god you need to lose something you're taking the like you need you stop eating this you're taking you're taking it too far now you know what i mean but i'm like but this is the reason why i'm so confident with myself because no matter what i know they love me but at the same time it was got, got to a point where i think i just realized you know what stop now and it stop doing this feeling sorry for yourself crap no one yeah. cares like it's your family loves you they're always gonna love you but if you want to get anywhere else it's not down to anyone else it's down to you in it so <laughs> yeah you're from a jamaican family right 
Yes. Yeah, I'm not yes, um, yes. not stereotyping. However, I'm from a Jamaican <laughs> family too, and my family are very vocal in terms of yes. You said if like if you're fat, they tell you you're fat. <laughs> if you're looking good, they tell you you're looking good. Yeah, yeah. It's even like I remember sent, I sent my mom a picture of my daughter a couple of days ago. Yeah. And I was like, oh, mom, did you get the picture? You didn't mention anything. She goes, I know. I said, oh, you didn't like the picture. It's not the cutest picture you've sent of her. Oh my god, that's my mom. You, you, and you're thinking. What, what, like, what, wow, you know, this world isn't, there's no, it's not black and white as much as mm. you think it is. It's in between and you, sometimes you have to decipher who's really real and who's not real and who's really there for the, for the better good of you. You understand that, you know what, but until you kind of understand and you kind of, you can, you can differentiate the difference between that. That's when you start to hear when you find yourself. And I think that's when I found myself. It's taking me, I'm 40 years old, 41 now. It's taking me a long time for me to understand that I thought I know myself, I know who I am. Mm. I did to a certain extent, but I didn't really until I went through certain challenges and how I dealt with them. Like as I said, right now with that whole isolation thing, the way people are the way people are dealing with things, you get to see who is stronger, and it's, and it's not about who's stronger or weaker. It's just about who still needs to do work on certain bits in their life for them to yeah. understand where they stand. You know? Yeah, no, I definitely know what you mean. And um, you know, you were saying about when you started out, you were doing all these amazing things and meeting all these amazing people. So for people mm-hmm. listening that might not necessarily kind of um, no. remember some of the things that, you know, Terry Walker's done, achieved, yeah. who you've worked with and met, like, cause tell, us, tell us a bit about that. My first, um, the first um, group that I started out with was with Shanks and Bigfoot, who obviously had sweet, sweet like chocolate. That was a big, that was like a number one. Then, then I ended up doing the whole album. So I did all the massive festivals, everything. After that, I got signed to Def Jam. So I was straight in with the you know with Jules Holland. I got I got the American Music Prize, Mobile nomination. So I was like everything, selling that like, every show that I did at Jazz Cafe, everything everywhere I went. I just did everything. I was working with most staff. I was working with I worked with everyone under some working salon maybe, and and it got to the point that obviously when the first album didn't do what it's supposed to do, it then turned into a thing of where oh, you know we need to change uh, we need to change the sound because you know you're not selling. But I did not understand that at that time. I'd inspired people, and, it, and this is only when I say that, it sounds so like I inspired these people, like, more like um, people like, like Amy Winehouse and, and, and like um, Cohen Bailey Ray, oh my God, your album is this, your album brought me through this. Like, even now, people like Lauren Ruler, like, they're coming up to me saying to me, your album, your first album. But at the time, the way we have social media now, we didn't have this open this openness where people can tell you how they felt. Like, mm. you'd have to read it from an article, or you'd have to or you'd see it on TV. So if you went and bought, people wouldn't necessarily know about you until people... Everyone else spoke yeah. about it, but nowadays people can put it on their page and be like, oh, I love this album, this album's dope, and we tweet it. Well, I didn't really know what kind of effect I had on people until way after my, like, actually, maybe, maybe to the last 10 years, I started to realize, oh my God, people actually didn't know who I was. You know what I mean? Like that. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's when I started to realize. And that's what, after a while, I, I started to use my social, pla- my, my social platforms for, like, I always highlight other people, but also still remind everyone, like, you know, I'm still a singer too, and I've also done certain things that you might not know, as you said, that you might not know, because the, the times of social media weren't around when I was around, so yeah, you wouldn't know that until you might hear a song, and like, oh, I didn't realise that was Terry Walker singing, that's what's been happening a lot lately, like, oh, I didn't realise that was you, you sang that song, oh, I didn't know that, oh, I didn't know, like, you know what I mean, like, even when, like, when people like Estelle started out, we all started out together, like, all of us, do you know what mm-hmm. I mean, like, I, mean, I put her on one of my shows and she then we'd hang out a lot and you know all those little things would happen but a lot of people won't know those things because it's not documented so fine and it's, that's the crazy thing about kind of I guess when you the, the time of when you started out in the music industry and things and kind of and you know seeing the journey of your peers now so like the likes of Estelle and kind of yes Marshall Ambrosius and all the killing it yeah that, um that started out there do you um do you feel like you should have gone to maybe America 
to um to to get ahead because a lot of people I guess think that if you stay in the UK then as a, as a black singer yeah it's a it's a lot harder but you know it's funny it's interesting because I got I was meant to get signed to into um, Deschamps New York but what happened is nine nine eleven happened mm. so I couldn't fly back out to to New York so I ended up getting signed in England so the the, the Def Jam UK um department but. I think for me, if I've been honest with you, it would have been, been cool and I would have been, that I would have done well in America, but I think I would have lost the whole identity of what makes me Terry Walker. So I would have been, been working with a bunch of American producers and then my sound would have been, because everyone thought, thought I was American anyway from the first album that I came out, because it was very Americanized. And, but then what is what it's made me do, this whole process of having to kind of work, work kind of struggle a little bit more, is made me find how I write and how I am and not trying to, fit in with any kind of because obviously everyone first was like neo soul but then i realized yeah. i don't become a neo soul artist it's i'm soulful but I've, I've been over drum and bass i've been over garage i've been over i've been over you know old school soul new school soul and um, funky house everything so it's like i started to realize then like i'm not just one trick pony do you know what i mean but i think if i'd spent to the states i probably would have just ended up i reckon i would have done maybe one or two more records that you probably wouldn't have heard from me again because i've got i would have got too comfortable yeah which I press, and I'm not saying anyone else has, but that's what I look when I look at most people's careers. I don't just sit there thinking, "Oh my god, I wish I was doing what they were doing." And even though they're doing some dope stuff, but it's not Terry Walker. So. so, is the industry kind of how has the industry changed now since you started? Do you know what the industry now has changed? It's actually it's, it's awesome because you're allowed to like the fact that we have our own pages and we can have you know you can be your own outlet. Do you know what I mean? Whereas before, as you said, you have to wait for a blues and soul or you know those kind of magazines. You know, like, you know, you have to wait for those those kind of people to let let, let people know that, that you're a that you're even you know that you're even around. But I think now, well, once you have a certain like once you have like a healthy amount of people that follow you, you can really build your own you know path. And I think right now is actually perfect. So someone like me still being mm. around, and I mean even be able to have my night, me having a radio show, all happen because because of social media because people could see that I'm still here, but you're hearing it from my point of view. I'm, I'm, I'm allowed to tell my story and no one else is allowed to tell my story. I'm the only one that's giving you the, the actual narrative of what it really is. And if you yeah. only and you can talk to me directly, you can ask me any question. I'm not going to avoid anything. Do you know what I mean? There's no sugarcoating or hiding. You see, see, you see what it is. That's what, that's what I think is nice. But back, back then, uh, that's why when you find a lot of people end up being depressed or, or they're not in a way, like they look great, but then behind the scenes, you see, oh my God, they really went for it because they were... They were, they were, they were giving, they were going through the machine, but it was all, it can't, not propaganda, but it was all a thing of where they was, they were styled, they were dressed, they were, the songs were given to them, they were kind of put into a, a category, which what's now you find your own way. So I think now so much better. With the industry and things, you're saying that people have have had things, I guess, told that they need to be this way, or their music needs to be a certain way, and not necessarily had the control. So, do you think the industry has led led up to your expectations of what you expected for your career to turn? Um, yes, I have, listen. The industry, the industry is not the problem. We all this is the problem. Everyone always thinks the industry, the industry. It's not the industry because remember at the end of the day, the people. It's, it's, it's the people that, that you're working with. So we, we, are the, we are the industry. Everyone is the industry. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's like and the, the fact that you guys are doing Black Magic Awards that we have an interview right now. You've given me hope. So the industry is making me feel so, so, so proud right now. And I think we need to stop kind of putting this, we always put this thing, ah, oh, this person's blocking us. No one's blocking us. We block us. We block us. There's no one blocking us. If we don't support each other, we don't unite. If we don't, you know, highlight certain things, that's the reason why people don't see us. We're always waiting for that person to give up. No, no, no. Let's create our own. So, and therefore, we are the industry. So 
the industry's made me happy again right now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a beautiful thing. I mean, because um, mm. I think there is a lot going on at the moment. I, I feel like people do seem like they're supporting each other more as well. Yes. Um, like sharing each other's music and encouraging people to, you know, buy people's music and get behind kind things. And, you know, um, I guess the power of social media is allowing people to connect internationally as well. Oh, and awesome. you are seeing UK talent, I guess, succeed in the States, like, say, like LMA. Are there any artists at the moment that, um, you know, are standing out to you, like who you think are... You know, I'd love to work with or you're really feeling at the moment. First of all, Children of Zeus, have you ever heard of them? I have, yes. Oh, their album's amazing. I'm actually on the album for enough. Children of Zeus, Tiana Major 9. Oh, what a voice. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Um, this gosh called Shea Universe. It's a bond. Like, there's, there's, there's so many, there's a few, there's a few, there's a few people. In mm. Roses Gabor, like, like there's, so many, there's so many people, there's so many people that, and that's old and new. Do you see yourself as a role model for um, this next generation? Oh God, this bad. Obviously, I, mean, I don't want to give myself that title, but of course, we all are. You are, I am. Everyone's a role model. Anyone, anyone that's leading by example. So let's talk about kind of like, so like social media and kind of like, because I feel like artists at the moment, um, the ones that I guess are in the public eye and, and stuff, you know, it feels like you have to have the numbers on social media to yep. get, you know, I guess whether it's spotted by a record label or if it's to kind of get... Um, your music out there and things and I mean how do you feel obviously it's great that we have control of our careers and our destiny with social media but yeah with, with artists that you know aren't, aren't interested in being on a social platform and just want to make right just want to sing just want to rap just want to make good music and things how do they find you know their what? way uh, it's, uh, it's funny because for me as I said if it wasn't for me doing music I probably wouldn't be on social media like this is me most of the time in my house like I can't be able to put on record on all that I'm like oh but I realise it's like as much as we can love what we do, like for us, sometimes people just to, to hear us and see us, we have to have a little bit of engagement in it. So, and I think, yeah, of course you can be that person that's like, I don't want, I don't care about social media, but then how are people going to find you and reach you? So it's kind of, is a little bit important to do it. Obviously not so far where you're doing all this extra stuff, just, just, just to be noticed, obviously, but you just got to make sure that you find a way that is part of your lifestyle. Mm. And the once you're doing this part of your lifestyle, it might even be like, oh, I'm just I'm waking up, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wash my baby, I'm going to make some food, and then I'm going to write a little song, which I'm going to share with you later. Do you know what I mean? Like, if maybe, that's how you do it. It doesn't have to be the whole, everything has to be perfectly placed, and da, 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 da. but as long as you do it in a way that is consistent, yeah, you'll be right. So, what, um, you know, at the moment, um, quarantine, we're on lockdown, so people are watching a lot more of TV, so what kind of things would you recommend people watching? What, what things kind of get you engaged with the TV? Well, TV, no, it's more like a Netflix. I think Netflix has been saving a lot of people's lives right now, isn't it? I think Netflix is such a, oh, God. I've been watching, I watched this thing called Money Heist the other day. Oh, my God, it was so good. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I was going to get into it. Because I thought, because I thought, oh, it's Spanish, I thought to read the subtitles. But it was obviously, it was dubbed over, so which is fine. Absolutely lost myself. I think I watched the, the four seasons within like two days or something like that. I literally watched it back to back to back to back. When's the last time you actually had a job? Over 20, of over 20 years ago. Over, like, I. Since, since I got signed when I was 18, I've never worked again since that. So, so understand. So for me to go back and say, yo, I want to go. Because obviously there's other things I would have would, loved to do, like to have like a restaurant and all those things. But you have to have some kind of capital fee to be able to, to, be able to take time out to do that. And I, obviously at one point, all my savings had gone and I couldn't save or even invest in anything because, you know what I mean? Like when nothing's coming in and it's constantly, everything's constantly coming out. And this is the thing. It's like, it's not even that you think, 
that I thought I was definitely blocked as a summertime, but it got to a point where I do a lot of projects and stuff, but then I didn't get the I didn't I wouldn't get the opportunity to build myself. Yeah. Whilst I would help a lot of people, I would give my name to people to co-sign things. But when it, the moment I came for me to start doing something, the support wasn't there. So I'm like, oh my god! So and I started to realize that I've got okay. I need to really create my own situation with people that actually support me because I can't keep doing this. Because it's great everyone having my name. It's like oh, table is great, but why am I not doing anything? You know what I mean? It's like it's mad. Why do you think the support support hasn't been there? Sometimes people think that I'm okay. And this is one of the reasons why I show people like, yo, this is the reality of things. This, I, I'm an actually quite a positive person. I get up and I'll find ways to do what I need to do anyway. But mm. it doesn't mean that there's times that I don't need help. What advice would you give your younger self? So your 18-year-old self that's starting out in the music industry, you know, your whole life's ahead of you and you're thinking, God, you know, all your dreams are going to come true. <laughs> what would, advice would you give yourself it's looking back to that, you know, that teenage self of yours. You know what? What advice I always give to myself is just take time. Don't rush nothing. And don't and listen and listen to the people that love you. Mm. Even if even if they don't understand. But the thing is, sometimes the people that love you still don't know. Still don't understand that you're still growing too. So sometimes their opinions. So I watched something today about this girl saying about social distancing. Like sometimes people around you that love you can still be quite toxic with their opinions. Mm. even though they love you but sometimes you know we're so quick to say oh but you know you should be doing this but only because they don't they don't realize what you're actually really capable of yeah. sometimes people can actually stifle you from from getting to that point because like oh but my mom said i'm not good at this so so maybe but she doesn't know if you're not good at this yet until you actually until you say to you yourself say i'm not good at this then it's different but you have to allow yourself to be able to get to that point so as much as i would say you know take time i'm kind of glad i wouldn't change that much because the reason why i trust my source when it comes to my music and when I do what I do is because I heard the voices and I heard the opinions and, and the, criti- the criticism but I trusted myself I trusted myself and I knew that no matter how much people are she's off key or she does too much of that I knew that my music eventually is going to be the thing that's going to outlast me which it has so because I trusted myself so trust yourself when something when your inner voice is talking inside even though you might feel a bit unsure because everyone else is giving you their opinions listen to what you feel so what's next for you? The next, I've got, once this quarantine is over, Jesus Lord. I mean, I'm very excited. I think, even though everyone's like, I can't because obviously a lot of things have been cancelled, like all the festivals and stuff. And, mm. But I think, because people listen to understand, for me, that's nothing new. I, was, I haven't been booked for them. So for me, that's like, that's nothing new. I've been dealing with this for the longest. But what it's showing me is that like, when we do come back now, it's really about holding, holding in on my own craft. Like having my night where I do celebrate people because it's a free event. Mm. And everyone I've done so far has been so amazing. So I just really want to focus on that. So that, putting out some more music, but not rushing anything. And it's making people understand this is a community based thing. I really want people to understand that we are, we set the foundation by us helping each other. Not worrying about, oh, but there's no money for this. And then, oh, you know, it's, it's, it's such a, was it with the white privilege? We get it. But I'm done talking to white people or anyone about race anymore. Like, if we don't support each other, I don't care what a white man has to say about, oh, you, you know, your hair's too this, like, why am I caring about what what Susie, what, what Sharon and, and Tracy and Pinky? Care? I care about what Anika and 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 and, and Shaniqua care. You know what? That's that's what I care about because that's where I come from. As yeah. much as you can be like, oh, you, you know, you're trying to make it a bit more dreamlike. You don't want to be seen as too black or too that. That's that's one thing I had when I started in the industry. I remember I remember being asked in an interview with Spoonie. And before I went into the interview, they were like, okay, so when you get, when you get on the show, okay, you can't talk black, like, because there's people like Sharon and, 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 and Tracy in, in Cumbria that are not going to understand what you're saying. So just kind of keep it going. So the moment, the moment I get on a radio show, Spoonie goes to me, well, go ahead and tell it. 
And then there was this, but someone, I was like, I was, I was like, hi. So I should look at your food, but I'm like, but the new speed, and that's why, again, a nice example of seeing someone that was very himself. Yes, mm. he spoke properly, but then he's still busting to you, making like, yes. Ah. So I was like, no, 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 no. We need to stop doing this whole thing of we need to, you know, be accepted by these people. We need to be ourselves. I agree. And I think that when we're allowed to be our authentic selves, that's when we're able to thrive the most. And that's you can see with, you know. We're not waiting. We're not waiting for someone to tell us that it's okay for us to go and, do you know what I mean? When you think about growing up in the dark, the all, the all day that I grew up in, mm. you stay black, do you know what I'm saying? That's all food and everything, all night we listen to it. And look, you go to carnival, that's us. And it's something I celebrate every, and no matter what, like, even though I think these past few years has been a good, there's been no, no, no bad things happening. But we celebrate our culture so much, it's mad. But it's some, some, for some reason, we still don't have control of it 100%. It doesn't make any sense to me. When we, when we, when we, when we, um, when, when, when we inspire so many people to do what they do, need to do next, but somehow when it comes to the next part, it's like someone else that doesn't look like us is championing it. Exactly. Exactly. And but the thing is, the underlying thing is, we just being honest with ourselves because, because we don't support each other. So let's just support each other. I mean, in the last few years, you've had like um, the kind of like hashtag Brit So White, and you know, you've had that with the Brit Awards and various other awards ceremonies and things. I mean, yeah. do you have an opinion on kind of um, on the kind of diversity within the kind of awards area when it comes to music? See, again, again, I think to me, since, since the time when I was nominated for the most, for, no, for, for Mobiles, I got four Mobile nominations the same year as Beyonce got them. And Beyonce that year didn't turn, didn't come. I don't know why she didn't come, she didn't come. But because she didn't come, they end up giving it to someone else, like whatever else. And that's, that's, what, that's what made me realise, regardless of anything, she'd be nominated and if she won that award, she's there or not, she should win that award. So it showed you that award ceremonies don't mean shit to me because it's all about who's, what the climate is and who's who. Because remember back in the day, I think we having a Grammy and stuff, we used to mean something. Nowadays, it's really, it's just about who's who, who knows who, who's associated with who. It doesn't even mean, if, it doesn't even matter if the song's good or not half the time. You know what I mean, if, if this thing's good, it's just that people, it's just all about showing numbers and who's around people. So, the whole, and even with like, when you look at someone like a Stormzy in the world, done, bless him, so proud of him. But again, it's like, it's like the token black person giving the one person's allowed to shine in that in opportunity. Like when there's so much other things that, because I feel like people like Skeptic should have been nominated, like should have been recognised more because he's done so much just by himself. And he's making sure that all of these other people around him eat as well. My soul is obviously Storm, Storms is amazing, but I just feel like, I don't, I don't care. I don't care about those. I don't even, I don't even watch it. As long as it comes on, like, oh shit, I missed the Britain, I didn't even know it was on. Mm. One, the, one part, the only thing I do like is the American music part because it's not about anything, it's about the artists, it's about the music and it's about, you know, you being different. But even that, slowly, by the end, started to kind of turn into, you know, like a, like a popular, was it like a popularity contest? So it's yeah. like, it's not, for me, music is not supposed to be that because I don't think there's any competition in music as far as I'm concerned. Mm. You either like it or you don't. So. and that's why Kodra and I started the Black Magic Awards and that's why we did it as an honour ceremony rather than you know you're voting yes. for anybody or you know you're yeah. saying, you know there's no- nominations and things we were like no actually we want to just be able to celebrate and honour the amazing yeah. um, black talent that's here in the UK in the very various industries exactly. and, just, and just say thank you and you don't need to you don't need to be it's not a popularity contest. It's, it's not a popularity contest. About you kind of coming to that stage, speaking your truth in an environment where you can be unapologetically black, be yourself and say whatever you want to say. Exactly. That's why you know, like, someone like, like Judy Love, love her. Yeah. Because she's still her, but she's just so, hey, you know what I mean? Like she's being her, and she's, you know what I'm saying? The people that I'm right now that I'm, that I'm getting highlighted are the most unapologetic people that we know. And that yeah. shows us that, look, it works. So let's stop trying to pretend like it don't work. It works.
Exactly. Only Judy Love can go on ITV and talk about Matty Riders. Matty Riders! And like, let's say, let me, she's, she's doing all this, she's doing, she's doing bare. Like, you know I mean, before I'm like, oh my God, she's doing too much. Oh my God, no, you know, she needs to calm down, you know. No! You know, Mo, you, you got bloody, what's, what's it called? Um, Big Nasty. Like, you understand? If that's don't watch it properly, but I'm just happy it's there because this, we're allowed to show our culture. Mm. You know, so it's what it is. I think, and I think that's a great thing about t- today that we're allowed to share our culture and, you know, because obviously we're black, but we're also that generation where we're, you know, Brit- aligned in British culture as well. And we're kind of yep, yep. feel like we can, exactly. and we can be ourselves today yep. and things yep. where we, whether you're from the Caribbean, whether you're from Africa, like, you know, we're just allowed to be kind of be ourselves and not care what anybody else thinks. Exactly. Well, definitely. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so how can people um keep in touch and find out what you're up to lately tell us your kind of socials how can people connect with you well um in instagram my twitter i'm all over it so instagram i am terry walker and then twitter the real mz walker because someone took terry walker well i see i'm telling you just bare blockages in my life i'm joking um the real mz walker yes but i'm always on there so and you can you can talk to me directly and um, I always kind of keep you up to date with what's going on. Always let you know what's happening. So we just pay attention to that. We shall see you. Oh, well, thank you so much for joining um joining us for the conversation today. Oh, I really enjoyed kind of getting to know what you've been up to and what to look out for in the future. And yeah. so and for those of you listening, you can catch every episode of the Black Magic Podcast by subscribing on Acast, Apple, and all the good podcast apps. So spread the word and share the magic. This podcast is produced by Unedited.